Hello everybody, welcome to the High Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Oh, we're on camera. We're on camera today, yep. we have a little YouTube video happening. Yeah, nice. And we've got the Audacity software going and we're ready for a sick podcast once again, Maddie, Thanks for coming in, man. Uh, it is what it is. How's your uh, quarantino week been since yeah. the last one? Ah, uh, it's been pretty good, man. Um, <laughs> pretty, uh, a lot of, not a lot, really. Not a lot of? Yeah. Did you stop? What? No. Yeah, we're good. Keep going. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't done much, to be honest. A lot of staying at home. Uh, I had some, um, done some yoga, which is good. I finally got off my, got off my, literally got off my butt uh, <laughs> off the couch. So I did some yoga, which was good. Um, yeah, what about yours? I've had a great one. Maddie, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, dear. How come, Maddie, you have not come to one high jiu-jitsu Zoom class? I'm not good at being motivated when I'm at home. When I'm at home, my home is like my veg place. You know, like for me, I achieve things when I leave the house. If I'm at home, it's very hard to be motivated. I've got all of like my comfortable things there, like my, my computer, my TV, my couch, everything's staring at me, you know? It's like, uh, what's the rule in precision nutrition? Uh, one of the courses that if it's in your house, you or someone you know is going to eat it. Yeah, it's the JB. It's yeah, the, the variety the, law. The variety's law of whatever <laughs> it is, right? That I'm the same when I'm at home. If my TV's in my line of sight, I'm going to that before I go to anything else. You get me out of the house, I'll be motivated and I'll be committed. But... Uh, if I got the option of the couch, I'm choosing the couch. Is that what's going on? Is that what's happening, high jiu-jitsu people? Is that what's happening? I reckon for, there's there's a percentage of people who are like me, who it's just easier to be lazy and be a potato than you know. Something Is it? Yeah, but it's okay. I'm trying to understand, Maddie, because part of me there's a part of me that wants to scream at you right now and say, yeah. "Maddie, fuck, I got to class, man." <laughs> There is, but I'm going to call that for the moment. I'm going to say, okay, okay. It's also easier when we're not in during Corona times, like for you to go from work to home and slob out on the couch rather than go to jiu-jitsu. It's not staring at me in the face. So yeah, what's, what's the difference? It's not staring at you. Yeah. It's not in, it's not immediately in my environment. So what can we do, Maddie, to get you to come to a, to at least one high jiu-jitsu Zoom class? We're having fun. You can see this is the dojo here. We um, yeah. we do some beautiful jiu-jitsu movements. And as you know, Maddie, as a coach of high jiu-jitsu, like so much of our white to blue belt curriculum is movement-based anyway. Mm. You know, we've got the teeter-totters, we've got the ubers, we've got the four points of base, we've got the forward rolls, we've got the backward rolls, we've got the hip escapes. Did I say the Upas? Like there's so many here to do and this is such a good time, great time to just practice these things, you know? And um, hey, listen, I know you've been busy. I know you've been doing your thing. I know everyone's um, doing what they can do in order to to survive this time. And I'm sure there's also been a lot of, there has been like just, um, I'm not going to say laziness, but just a a little bit of like slobbery and i think my my goal from the beginning because my first week was a bit crazy second week by the third week i started getting into a little bit of that mood like yeah yeah let me just stay let me just drink some gin and yeah, yeah. eat food of a night time oh. and 
it was only because of the classes that we were doing that I would bring myself from the couch upstairs down here to say, hey, everybody, okay, because I was accountable to the students. And 8 a.m., Ovi's dropped off, but we got Miss Ray and we got Gray, who have been coming on every single 8 a.m. class. That's awesome. I wake up and I know for a fact that Ray and Gray are going to be here waiting for me. And it pulls me down here and it makes me think about which cl- what classes to do. And those two, you know, and of course some other people like have been, you know, um, doing the online classes, but not very many. There's been way more of you guys and girls who have been sleeping and who might find that I think it's very, very difficult to, to click on a Zoom link. It's hard. Oh, it's, a, it's so hard done. To, to go into an inbox email and to click it and to I'm, say, oh, Zoom online. I'm Here just, we go. just imagining like at home for me how easy it would be because I've got my big, huge TV and my yoga mat right in front of it for when I'm doing yoga in front of the TV. Yep. I could definitely do a Zoom class in there. You could, man. And a lot of, a lot of people can. You know, and hardly anyone is. And I, I really appreciate everybody who's jumped on. Um, so take this as a kick in the pants, people, please. Mm. Like, uh, not, not, not for me. Honestly, it's not for me. Um, it's for you. Like, I'm doing this for, for you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, I have to recognize um, how, like, I really should be coming because I already feel how stiff my body has become. I can't, for those who get to see this, on oh, I can't even do like a nice butterfly sit at the moment because my legs are so tight from, I guess, being immobile. Not because I can't move them, but because I haven't moved them. So I really should be joining in. Um, as I said, I've started to do my yoga practice finally. It took me like four weeks to get into gear. Five weeks, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but even this isn't like comfortable. So this typical kind of just diamond legged seat. Yep. And I already feel some tightness. Why? Because you've been sitting on the couch, mate. Literally, too much time on the couch. Not That's enough. That's what's been happening. No movement. And I, I can say that I think about ninety five percent of high jitsu. Oh. Hey, and some people have been working really hard. I, I like hearing that some people are doing their running, which is beautiful, and some people are like us going to back to the, like to the weightlifting and things like that and just stay active stay active yes but also do not stop the jiu-jitsu like the jiu-jitsu's got to keep going and look it doesn't matter the capacity like okay you're you're solo you're by yourself you're isolating yourself from everybody else and from corona fine at least keep your brain ticking with a little bit of jiu-jitsu practice you know and like just think about it so the 7pm classes which no one's come to for last week um, was just jumping online and just watching some technique and just chilling, you yeah. know. And I think a couple of people came, but I think we had a problem with the link anyway. But um, it's that class there is designed just to get everybody's heads back into the game because you don't want to be out of the game for too long. Mm. You're a purple belt, you're established. I think you'll come, you'll come back. You won't have too much of a problem. Yeah. Oscar, we've never seen him on a Zoom. But he'll come back. I'm yeah, sure he'll come back. But what about all these other white belts who have had jiu-jitsu in their life for about three months, four months, five months, a year, two years, you know, and then they take off a big chunk of time. Like that's more, like that's a lot of time away from, from the art. It's hard to be motivated to come back. Yeah, like when you're away from it, it's going to be very hard to come back. Mm. But I'll tell you what, somebody who's going to be really, really excited to come back and who's going to be in a better position than when she was before she left. Ms. Raylene, she did. She she had been training for what one month, two months, and she had an injury. Yep. You know, and you know she had some 
personal issues and things. And then um, she's been jumping on the on the mats all the time. Yeah. And she's only in her lounge room and she's only on a yoga mat. She doesn't have a lot of space. She doesn't have a, a, a jiu-jitsu mat. Yeah. Um, and you should see her movement now. Like she went from being a real beginner and now like I'm watching her on the Zoom. Yeah. And the, the full rolls are happening and the techniques are working well yeah. and all her movement's getting better. And I just really, I congratulate Raylene and I thank her. Um, Raylene, shout out because I think you're killing it. And there's a, there's a few people in our ranks who are, you know, keeping the flame going. And there's a lot, Maddie. There's a lot. You know, I think there's actually a, lot, aren't. a lot to be said for even just these solo movements. Um, especially if you are a beginner. Like you should be worried more about how you're moving than your partner is in probably the first three or six months of jiu-jitsu because most people and look there are the, the freak athletes not the freak they're not freaks but the people who are naturally gifted who can come in and they'll do a perfect duper in their first first time you know the crossfitters and all that sort of stuff mm. but then there's these other people who aren't you know, who've been sitting down on a couch like me for five weeks straight but they've been doing it for a few years you don't know like your hips are tight everything's not quite as mobile as it could be you've got to learn how to move and these solo movements are really good for are they i think they are they are oh yeah they are oh yeah i'm just thinking about like as from what you were saying about uh raylene it's you know having your what good is it learning how to do a complicated i don't know an elbow escape Mm -hmm. with a with a partner if you can't even do the basics. 100%. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And here's the other part, and Tony Earls helped me come to this realization a little bit. What's a normal high jiu-jitsu class anyway? Like, this is what I, you know, and like all of us, all of our school now, nerd out on the movements that are required before getting into the actual technique. And that's why, like, if you go to other warm-ups um, at other schools, you see people just running up and down, <laughs> up and down, just doing laps and running and... <laughs> And burpees yeah. and all of those things. I'll get it. Yeah. Thanks, Maddie. Let me keep. I'll, I'll keep talking. Um, you know, so everybody's doing the the burpees and everyone's um, just just mindless movement all the time. You know, put it down a little bit, a little bit down the camera. So so it's all mindless stuff. Whereas you come to a high jiu-jitsu class and we're we're doing mindful work warm ups in order to improve on the technique that's going to come soon. Yeah. So, okay, we don't have a partner, but we're still doing the first part of the class. So if you see every, if you see the Zoom classes that we've been doing, you wouldn't know, Maddie. you wouldn't know because no. you haven't come on to one. But, you know, eventually <laughs> you when, you do start, when you do start coming on, um, like you'll see that it's actually, it's actually beneficial and it's actually fun mm. and we get to talk a little bit and have some fun. It's only 30 minutes and then, pop, you're done. You can go back to, back to your couch and back to your... You know, whatever whatever you're doing beforehand. But I just think um, I, I'm playing around with you, Maddie, a little bit. But um, at the same time, like, just just train people. Just, like, um, do what you want. I don't know. Do what you want. What can I say? I'm, here I am, like, telling people what to do. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that I think continuing on with your practice of jiu-jitsu in whatever form is um, can be extremely beneficial for you. And I feel like you're potentially um, not taking advantage of the situation as much as we can um, by, by not doing anything. So like um, uh, like we're giving a beautiful platform to keep going and I think it's... Um, yeah, 
great time for people to get get out of their slumbers you know um I'm, it's also traumatic like this whole corona stuff like before i knew it like i was high jiu-jitsu was pumping was doing awesome i was loving the classes and before you knew it it was like someone swept the the rug right out from underneath her feet yeah and i was on my butt like what the hell and I asked my wife like i was flipping out for the first week two weeks like pulling my hair out like didn't know i couldn't relax i couldn't like chill i could hardly sleep i was like oh my god what's going on and i'm sure everyone was in that situation too but like we're like we've had time now to deal with it and let's just go back to the things that we love um in whatever form that's a black belt i think a black belt is a white belt who never quit but i think it's a white belt who never quit no matter what circumstances you know Absolutely. and um let's keep going people we have so much work to do so i'll see you in the zoom classes and that applies to everybody everyone's welcome to those too um yes so after that that was my plan just to jump on the podcast and have a little chat and just see see what's going on um with everybody's uh like just learning of jiu-jitsu today maddie we got a nice podcast um in the ranks and it's it follows on from what we've been talking about today because as we said the, the basics are the basics, and the basics can be practiced. I'm telling you, in the Zoom classes, we're practicing the basics um, of, of what we're doing. Um, and <clears throat> as a white belt, Maddie, and a blue belt, really, I resisted learning from a curriculum, right? Like, I just, I didn't like it, okay? I thought it was just tedious, yeah. just the same thing over and over, and I didn't think it was relevant to what was the most important thing of jiu-jitsu which is to win which is to perform which is to um to to score points and to submit you know i thought there were more effective techniques at the time than what was on the curriculum and i thought jiu-jitsu went beyond the basics you know um like instead of doing that and this is what we're doing now too like i was on youtube even back in the day you know what 2010 2009 2010 i was a blue belt um, and there was still like thousands and thousands of hours of jiu-jitsu online, you know, so I'd be finding ways of be looking at, you know, Hafa Mendes and Cobrinha and all these guys and seeing what are they doing, um, you know, so, so I could see what was working in the competition realm, you know, and then practice that. Um, may, it's got to do with curriculums as well, for sure. I don't think every curriculum is the same. It's like, yeah, we work off a curriculum, sure, but what is the curriculum? I think yeah. that's an important thing to think about there as well. How did you put it together? Well, how do you put it together too? Yes. You know, and that's the thing about like JITS and maybe that's what I initiate, initially thought about the curriculum was the fact that it's just like kata. So, you, you know, I never did karate, but you look at some karate um, teachers, instructors, like and just practice and it's just, ha, ha, ha. And I thought in my, you know, my ignorant younger self I was like man I could just go up to that guy and punch him in the face and KO him and then he'd be done <laughs> you know so I wasn't really thinking like too far ahead but I thought like that's what a curriculum is and then when you come into a school um, and you start your learn the learning process it's very easy to get into the fun and games of it mm-hmm. and not really think about like the the, the shell the, the structure that you're going to employ going to use in order to um, like 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 structure the learning essentially you know um and then when grading time would come around 
you know, there I am, I'd be cramming in yeah. all the techniques. Oh, what's this technique? Wait, wait, there's four from mount. Wait, there's two from knee ride. Oh, wait, there's this detail, there's this detail. You know, and that's what was happening, um, you know, at, like during the, the grading time. Yeah. You know, there'd be, it'd be a different kind of jiu-jitsu that would happen. Um, you know, and then when you get your belt or you get your grading. That goes to the side. That goes to the side. And then back yeah. in comes, you know, what um, what you wanted to do all the time anyway. So do you have any experience with that, Maddie? Absolutely. I mean, that was, I think you speak of 2010. That's kind of when I started training. I think I started in February or March of 2010. I think that's when it was. Uh, and it was the same thing. I, I came into a competition, competition school uh, and... I'm a two-stripe white belt trying to seeing things on YouTube, seeing twisters happen in MMA, like when Korean Zombie, Korean, was it? Yeah, it's Korean Zombie. Yeah. But he got that twister in, first twister in the UFC many, many years ago. And I'm there like two-stripe white belt trying to learn how to do a twister, you know, <laughs> learning how to barambolo. It's like, okay, cool. I can't even do an armbar from guard, yet I'm trying to barambolo people. Yeah. What is it? Why, why will you start, why do you, why were you more inclined to try the Baron Bowler than you were to practice the... It was the cool thing. Mm. All the best guys are doing it. So you're like, oh, well, these guys are winning competition. This is what they're doing. This is what I want to do. I want to win. Yeah. I think it's a winning mentality that kind of does it. Yeah, that's, I'm sure, yeah. So that's, what, what about that winning mentality? You want to cut corners. You want to be the winner. You don't care about a learning. You want to win. Winning and... It's funny because in, in my mind... Learning is how you win, but you don't see that when you want to win. When you want to win, you just want to get to the end goal. You don't care about the steps in the middle. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, because the outcome is the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. You're focused on the outcome, not the process. Mm-hmm. That's, that's such a big thing about that. Like, you, you want to achieve the goal, you know, mm. and you put all the all your eggs in that basket that you kind of forget what it's like to, you know, to walk with the basket in your hand, you know, not fall over that way. Um, Yeah, and it's really interesting, man, you know. Um, Fast forward a little bit, you know, and Hai Jiu-Jitsu began as the commune. And it was a way for enthusiastic Jiu-Jitsu practitioners to come together and to test their skills against one another. And it was a good idea at the time, you know. At the time, I thought it was like, it it was great. But to test isn't to learn, you know, and the, and the difference there became, uh, quickly became clear. As in people with existing skills would come in to test and they weren't there with their learning caps on like, okay, what do we do? What can I do here? What can I do there? They were saying, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to use it. And nothing against the people that were coming in because that was the, that was the premise of, you know, what we're doing in class. Remember those days, Matty? I do. What were they like? You'd walk in, you'd either get spanked or be spanked. Or yeah. be the spanker. Yeah. And you're, you're happy either but way. It, it, everyone, we're never assholes about it. No, no, not at all. But it was just a... a as you, you said it yourself, it's people were there. This is what I have. It's not, hey, let me test this. The only time anyone was ever testing something and you were exploring... Uh, uh, moves was if you went to an open mat with people yeah open mat was the explore and play and understand class time was roll hard roll to win Mm -hmm. 
I, that's, that's what I feel it was. It was always just win. That commune? No, not a commune, but pre- other places. Yeah, yeah. Commune kind of started that way a bit, I think, you know. Had certain people in there at the time, which kind of like, I think that that's the people who came in kind of determined what the class was going to be like a little bit yeah. too. So, you know, if there were like higher level people, then the lower guys kind of got left aside a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if there were lower people there, then, you know, maybe sometimes like a higher guy would be left aside because there was no structure. It wasn't like, like that whole thing made me realize that shit, we need like, we need an intro class, we need a fundamentals, you know, we need an open rank, we need an advanced because you, I just didn't know who to cater to. Like someone yeah. would come to class, it was a bit of a lucky dip. Okay, who are we going to have today? Um, so look, I about- can understand that too. I mean, I'm just thinking about it, right? When you've just opened your own gym, for lack of a better word, and you have other brown belts come in and join you, you're like, all right, well, you kind of don't want to be teaching another brown belt an armbar from guard. You know, when you're a fresh brown belt, you know, as you said, trying to run this school with four people in the class, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be like, well, this guy won't want to learn that. So as you said, you kind of didn't know who to cater to. Yeah like a hundred percent and that's the that's kind of that was a big problem for me too you know because like okay it's the commune you can come and you can train as you like and i have a tendency more than others i think to, to try to please people like if if somebody comes to high jiu-jitsu i really want them to have a great experience like that's what i want i want everyone yeah. to leave the school being like oh my god that was the best the best jiu-jitsu i've ever had like this, that was awesome what a beautiful experience that's what i want um, and that's why I started getting really hard. Like, you know, just, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't um, the, the package that I was wanting to deliver to people, yep. you know? I wanted something a little bit more specific, a little bit, I wanted something a lot better at the time. Um, it's interesting. I was just thinking about that. I remember uh, probably six to nine months ago now, maybe. I, don't, I lost track of time. Um, there was a, I think it was a blue belt came in uh he was from america and he was just visiting sydney Mm -hmm. and i remember he said that he had a conversation with you and really liked the the ethos and the way you presented the school on the website and he was saying he i think he was in his late 30s maybe early 40s um he said he trained every day but he only ever trained once a day he said the idea of training two three classes a day was ridiculous to him yeah he came in for a morning class and it was an intro class, so there was no rolling, none of that. We had to play, went through all the movements. He came out of it in a really good mood. And then he came back that night for two classes. He's like, I've never been able to do that. He's mm-hmm. like, this gym's amazing in that I can come in, I can do jujitsu, and then I can come back later that day and my body isn't beat up from it. Yeah. Um, and that's saying, I guess it's a complete opposite end of what we were just talking about when the commune was, where you didn't know how to cater to people. And it was, you know, now you've got people coming in going, wow you're delivering that package you were trying to uh, originally aiming for but didn't know how to get there. Yeah, and there's there's different parts of that package. So that's what we're going to do now. We're going to kind of break down that package. But um, just on that note as well, like it was hard as a purple belt. I just want to say that, like coming in and running a school as a purple belt because um, you get a brown belt that comes in. God forbid a black belt. And we had a few black belts coming in. It's like, oh, you just felt like, what am I doing? Why am I teaching you? Like, you yeah, know, yeah. You should, like is whether it's humility whether it's like um insecurity mm. whatever it is it's just it's, it was uncomfortable sometimes teaching um a, a higher level 
person or somebody that's better and it still is sometimes like yep. i had ryland come in and he <laughs> he jumped on one of our nogi classes and that was so interesting i was like i just don't i'd rather him like i want to learn from this guy like yeah, you know absolutely. i don't want to uh, part of me feels like i don't have much to, to to teach somebody like ryland but um steve maxwell was actually one of those people that pulled me aside at that time especially at that time you know and i've worked on that and i've gotten so much better at that you know, and I know that I have a lot to share with and, and, and help. I can help a lot of people. And um, Steve Maxwell helped me with that. He said, John, man, he's like, you're a coach. You do awesome. Like, you know, you follow the curriculum, like, and, you know, you're going to be able to, you're going to help heaps of people. Like, this is what a school is. Like, you're delivering this, um, and that needs, a, that needs a teacher. That needs a leader. So, like, do it. Like, stop being a bitch, pretty much, is what he yeah. was saying. Like, just do it. I was like, all right. So, after that, that's what actually helped me. And it helped me really start to delve more and just deeper yep. into um, this idea of learning and just start to obsess a little bit about, okay, this is um, Sammy the white belt that comes in. How can I make this path as beautiful and as seamless and as effective as possible for yep. Sammy to come in and learn and get to blue all the way to black belt? Yep. Um, so yes, yeah, soon enough, new students found us they been they get started coming in. Sammy Hound was one of those yeah. people. And I was saying to them, "Yeah, man, like, come in, please, like, sign up. This is a, like, I'm so happy to have you as yeah. like as part of the school. I really was." Um, and I'd say, "Yeah, we'll teach you jujitsu," you know. And then they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, I'd love to learn jujitsu. Here you go. Here's the ninety dollars per month that we we're charging at the uh, time. It was a steal. Yeah, that was a steal. Um, you know, and they trusted me as their coach. Hmm. And you know, class after class, they'd show up." And I'd teach the things that I thought they ought to know, you know. Um, and a lot of the times that was like the little tricks, you know, like, or this person taught me this, do this, you know, or here, oh, this person does this, do this. And then over here, oh, nah, go over here, do this, do that. And there was, hopefully that, sorry if that didn't make one bit of sense, but um, what I'm saying it was patchy, you know, yeah. there, wasn't, there wasn't one... Um, foundation it wasn't coherent it wasn't one fountain of knowledge that we'd all kind of pick in from it was just incoherent madness and then we had here's an apple from that tree here's an orange from that tree yeah and then we had like Griegel would come in and Andy oh. Nerdlick would come in uh, sorry um, Andrew King um, would, would be coming in teaching class and um, like Griegel and a few other people would come in and teaching and it was just like just just everywhere you know it was like a the Greek, it was like a, it was like a salad, like, <laughs> like just everything is just piled up on top of each yep. other, and um, it wasn't coherent, you know. Um, Seneca, Maddie says, if a man knows not to which port he sails, no wind is favorable. If a man knows not to which port he sails, then no wind is favorable. Hmm. So suddenly, from the lens lens of the coach, I saw the importance of the curriculum. You know, it's like like a house built on those solid foundations. These new students of our martial art, these new jiu-jitsu students, white belts, tying up their belts, they needed to, like, start with the basics. And they needed to build on these basics to have a much better sound, like, grappling game. There's no way we would have built... Man, like, what looking at how you've improved as a grappler now, you know, and how all of our students are improving, there's... I'm so certain that there's no way they'd get to this level if we didn't have the curriculum that we do right now. That's a fantastic curriculum. It's a beautiful curriculum. 
you know, to, 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 um, uh, to bring it back to kind of what you were saying at the beginning, uh, it all comes back into these basic movements. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing about our curriculum or having a curriculum is like the house, once you've, or once you've kind of got your foundation there, you can, and you understand what you're teaching consistently. So, you know, this, I'm teaching this, this class for the next, whatever it is for the next two weeks, we're working on this. You can then start to spend more time studying it yourself so we can study those basic movements within it to teach people those basic movements mm-hmm. in your warm-ups. Whereas if you're just coming into class, you're like, yeah, today I'll teach an armbar, tomorrow I'll teach a knee bar. Yeah. Uh, seems, seems in theme because they're both hyperextending, you know, a straight limb. Yeah. But you no know, one's getting any mechanical awareness out of that. They're just being taught how to grab onto an arm. Yeah. But once you're going, all right, we're going to start, we've got this as a curriculum, we're going to look at it piece by piece. Oh, hey, that's the same mechanic we use here when we do the thread the needle. We use that in this other technique. All right, let's teach people how to thread the needle without a partner. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your curriculum enables you to teach better too. You can do one of those in the Zoom classes, can't you? Well, do what? Uh, thread thread needles. I can thread needles. You know what you can do, Maddie? I could do it right now on the camera, but uh, no, probably not. No, 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 we can't do that. We'll do it after. Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> now, look. Um, and this idea, fast, like, rewind, sorry, a few years. Mm. Like, now I'm like, oh, my God, I need a curriculum because everyone's just on their own path and it's all just... You know, the other thing, I'd drive to class being like, oh, my God, what am I going to teach? What am I going to teach? What if Andrew King's there, you know, and he doesn't like this armbar setup that I've got, you know? Yeah. My armbar setup isn't the best. And there's a few little details that I'm not quite sure of. And I'd get, like, nervous, you know, and like, oh, what if somebody else is there and I don't know what to teach today? And like, oh, I tell you what, and it's because I really cared. Like, yeah. I really wanted to run a sick class, matey. I wanted to give people the best jiu-jitsu, and sometimes when I felt like I didn't have it, like as a as as a resource, you know, to share, it was hard. Like, and it just put put a lot of pressure. So I'd be like scrummaging before every single class. I was like, I was subscribed to Kaya Terra online and Marcelo Garcia online and like um, Lucas Lepre. Now I got that one, but um, Gracie. Like I was just studying all random systems and trying to bring them all together. Yep. Um, and previously, like I was the guy before that saying, who needs the curriculum? What do we need a curriculum for? So it was pretty much a rule 360, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think that a curriculum is kind of this uh, uh, thread that ties everyone in our own academy together. Because you know what? Everyone is all on their own journey mm-hmm. and they're all going to be off defining their own part of the game that they're interested in um and to throw out some names you've got benny who loves his leg locks maybe you get pat Meehan who loves his self-defense aspect and more combative style uh aspects of mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu so all these people have their own different aspects that they want to learn about and focus in so they can go online and do all that but the thing that ties us all together is going to be our curriculum it's like that one central thread for everyone in our gym it really is and and like I love the fact that Oscar can teach, like Oscar can do a really good class with Cam, let's say, mm-hmm. a white belt. Oscar the brown belt, Cam the white belt. And they're, they're on the same path. Whereas like before without a curriculum, mm-hmm. then Oscar would be like, hey, I'm doing this, you know, this 
pass or something like that. And Cam's kind of like, he's not at that level yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, everyone can kind of pick which level they want to be at. They can do the white to blue. They can yeah. do the blue to purple. They can do the purple to brown. They can do the brown to black, you know? And um, every every belt kind of builds on the previous mm. um, series of techniques. And um, so we've gone full circle now, you know, and it's 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 a team now. It's a, it's yeah. a whole team. It's a whole school. And you think about schools, like go, go to school and you've got a curriculum to learn from in a school. What's, what, what's different, you know, if you're learning a martial art? Sure, there's, of course, there's differences to how, what we do, but, you know, you're still there applying yourself diligently, showing up every day, putting time, putting effort, and wanting to get skills from this time that you're investing. I like the way you kind of give the, uh, that analogy just then about white to blue to blue to purple builds on white to blue mm-hmm. and then say the the purple to brown builds on the blue to purple yeah so it's all kind of building on each other much like when you went to high school or primary school or whatever the skills you acquire in year one directly rely to the skills you're going to acquire in year two you've got to learn how to add and subtract before you even delve into multiplication and division i like that yes yeah, so you exactly. got to build it up you know yep yeah, yep yeah. Then you go into the long multiplication. Oh, you're getting complicated. You go into long division. Do you remember long division? Square roots and and yep. and, and it was like that. this one and then this one oh, and then you yeah, go yeah. down for the long division. No, I don't remember that. No, nah. <laughs> go on. So if you put like three, this one and a nine, that works out to three on top. So nah. three, three is a nine. I think I don't know. Anyways, yeah, we've gone full circle, Matteo. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, and funnily enough. All of our, the vast majority now comes from the curriculum. It's our, it's the textbook that our students refer to when they come to learn. Mm-hmm. This that's our textbook, and um, and improve on the mats. It's impossible to put it aside and practice other jujitsu, like because the curriculum is our jujitsu, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not to say that we don't ever do anything that's outside of that curriculum, but if you start what I'm what I mean by that sentence is. You can go to any other technique. Go to like once you know our curriculum, go look at any other technique, and you can look at what makes that technique work, because our curriculum helps you understand jujitsu, mm. not just do it. Yep. Understand it. Yes. Understand why it all works. So that means that that's the textbook. So we're building you the print. We're building the principles of jujitsu in you, the knowledge of the principles. And so that you can take it and you can use it anywhere else you want and apply it and, you know, adapt it. Um, but make no mistake, like, the, the, our curriculum has all the mechanics in there. And those mechanics are going to be with you right to the end. And not just with Pedro Sauer Jiu-Jitsu, but with any other Jiu-Jitsu as well. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, it's because the Jiu-Jitsu that we're doing, it's the basics being done again and again and again. And refined in a way that keeps this martial art constantly evolving. Like it's it's the basics that evolve in order to get to the next like steps and the next steps and the next steps, um, like this. At his um, twenty seventeen, I went to the seminar with Master Carlos at um, King's Academy, yeah. and he goes, "Jujitsu doesn't go from one to two to infinity, but only back from two to, like from two to one. Yeah. One, two, three, three, two, one, and that's awesome because that's saying that you know there's not just this big." Um, never-ending loop of like it's sure it's technique but it always comes back to what makes jiu-jitsu work you know which is the leverage yes you know that's that's always going to be there and like you're always practicing it you're always feeling it um and you know it's like that self-defense again as well 
I think like the interesting, I like that kind of one, two to infinity. I mean, don't get me wrong. With jujitsu, you can go one, two, three to infinity. Mm-hmm. You can start delving into, all right, well, if they do, they do this, I'll do that, and I'll counter and counter, and I'll do a worm guard, and then I'll evolve into a worm guard from to a cross-collar inverted worm guard and all this. That's going to infinity. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if you just went one, two, three, and then step back to two, that's probably an equally viable counter. Rather than having to go down the rabbit hole deep, mm-hmm. eh, maybe we just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Like, okay, and let's say you do go down that rabbit hole, you're probably going to end up going back to where you started from anyway. So we're going to end up, all right, you're just going to take that rabbit hole. Circle. You're going to end up back at the back anyway. Mm-hmm. It's all going to end it's, up taking it's, someone's it's, back. There you go. Like, it's going to, like, and there's many different ways to go about it. Yep. Um, and I hate this, I hate this idea of, you know, this is old school jiu-jitsu and this is new school jiu-jitsu. I don't, I don't particularly buy into that. Because I think it's all jiu-jitsu, really. Yes. And I just think it's just evolution of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes things change, you know, things develop. But then it's not to say that things develop with more effectiveness. Like, I, I think it's the next question is, what's better? Like, if someone asks what's better, old school or new school jiu-jitsu, I'm going to ask what's the purpose? Like, what's it better for what? Because they say the new school stuff has just delved hardcore into the sport, you know? And it's, I think the sport people of today are going to beat the sport people of like 20 years ago. I think, yes, absolutely. You know, but uh, if yeah. you ask, okay, you know, let's say what, um, how, how does it improve on like a, on a measure of self-defense, let's say. I feel yeah, like yeah. the people of 20 years ago are going to be able to punch your head in so much easier, um, yes. you know, and whilst keeping themselves safer than what... A competitor of today's yeah. age would and like that's just i don't think that's controversial or anything like that yeah, like I it's think, just i think a great is. simple a simple way of explaining that idea is you know you, you took the the best of the best from old school jiu-jitsu the hicksons they went and competed in mixed martial arts and had a lot of success the, yeah they took but that i i no disrespect to kai Terra or any of those really really elite new school grapplers but i just can't see them moving into you know the like the worm guard Berenbolo division moving into MMA mm-hmm. you know because that the focus on winning has created a split in the techniques and what they're effective for yeah because the objective became like hey I want to win the medal now yeah Okay. I don't have to worry about Delve being into punched that part. Because like, the rules say you're not allowed to punch me. Exactly. And so that's not their fault. Like, I'm not pointing fingers and saying, you guys you guys don't know what you're doing, man. That's not jiu-jitsu. Yes, it is jiu-jitsu. It's, it's just it's a form of jiu-jitsu that they want to get at, they get better at and improve on. And I think it's important that people make a make a dec- make that decision for themselves. Like, well, what kind of jiu-jitsu do they want? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? And if your goal is to win whole bunch of medals on the world stage then train like that you know and um and there'll be a, a curriculum for that too yeah like yeah yes and there should be like you should know all the counters to the worm guard and the lapel guard and and, and those things like um yeah at the same time i think it it's not also to say that everything is exclusive like the bjj game is different to like the self-defense game like and that's why I really want, like, once all this stuff is over, uh, we started at the start of the year, like, building, we did the internal comp, mm. you know, and um, a few, we sponsored a few of our 
athletes to you know to go and compete now and you said you wanted to compete at some point so yeah. get a little bit of a team going and like going to the comps and that's just to show that like because a comps can be very fun mm. they can be very um rewarding and um you can learn so much from them and you don't i think you can i i know for a fact you can take out jiu-jitsu and make it extremely effective in that competition realm as well yeah and mm. uh, we will do that you know that's happening um so look, ultimately, people, um, the curriculum is critical. Like it's just, it's it's what we base all of our like practice on, you know. And when you come into high jiu-jitsu as a white belt, let's say as a beginner, have a hundred percent confidence that you're gonna learn like from the most beautiful jiu-jitsu, and you're gonna understand what jiu-jitsu is rather than going in and learning how to like how to grapple you're gonna understand the beauty of jiu-jitsu and more most importantly i feel is you're gonna understand you're gonna learn how to use jiu-jitsu as a way to improve on your life outside of jiu-jitsu yes when you're practicing basics and when you're not like also um just putting your body on the line for that outcome, which is what you were saying that to win, when you see it as a bit of a longer term picture, Mm -hmm. then you can use this art in the most beautiful ways possible. And that is, you know, with your family, with your friends, um, with your mindset, you know, with your philosophy on life and with your way to deal with um, the inevitable obstacles that come about all the time, you know, which is essentially life. You know, life is challenged. Like, you, hopefully it's challenging. And it's going to keep going. Life is going to keep going. It's just going to keep happening to you. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it, it's the world is going to keep moving. Well, you can try and stay still, but the world's going to keep moving. So you've got to practice everything every day, whether it's your meditation practice every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if maybe, maybe you go three months without meditating. If you had, say, just hypothetical, you had anger issues and you, you've started doing meditating meditation as a simple, we'll call it a basic or a, a basic practice for 10 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. And then you go after three months, are you going to stop doing your meditation? Go, I'm cured of my anger issues? No, it's a practice. It's a practice. That's what the basics are. That's what your fundamentals and your curriculums are. They're a practice. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is built on top of it. I really like that analogy of the house you talked about before. Mm-hmm. You know, your curriculum's your, your concrete slab. And then, yeah, you can put your leg lock room over here. I feel like the, it's like the walls, you know? It's like True. the slab, yeah. it's the walls. And then, you know, you can start painting. Yeah, have a leg lock room. You got the calendar up there now. You got yeah. like the nice little quick carp up there. You got the like pull up bar there. Like these are all the accessories and the features. Mm. You know, you got the tools over here. So like, but the, the walls are what keeps this building up. Yeah. Thank God, you know, and we need, uh, we're always going to yeah. be falling back on our basics, always back to that, to the 80% of jujitsu that makes up like the, the vast majority of techniques, the basics that um, like have the most effect, yeah. you know, the most effective aspects of jujitsu. Like that's where I'll, we're going to put most of our energy and efforts into. Mm-hmm. Um, so people don't be bored. Be brilliant. Don't be bored, be brilliant. From the structuralist roots of the commune, 
Higher Jiu-Jitsu is now a school filled with students ready and willing and able to study the skills of Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. It's a beautiful school, eh, Maddie? It is. Fuck, man. We said. Our school revolves around the curriculum and it shapes most of what we do in class. It ensures we're not building one-trick ponies, but complete martial artists. Gradings are no longer a time to cram, but instead to demonstrate the, eff- the, the effectiveness of our efforts day in and out. Hmm. Remember back in the SPMA days, Maddie? Shit, shit, grading's coming up. Oh, 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 I don't know. Let's get out that. Where's that Where's that grading? Where's that curriculum? Where is it? Do you have, where's the copy? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I, Where is it? That, uh, that blue belt grading, I mean, I know they didn't do it for any of the other belts, but for some reason, the blue belt, it was, you have to demonstrate all of your techniques in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Like they yeah. actually set a timer for you to do 50 techniques or whatever it was. It's like, do, do you need to add extra stress to this? Like, <laughs> you're making me do 50 off the top of my head. It's like, all right, I don't know. Well, it's just, I don't know. yeah, time. Look, we don't want like our blue belts, our blue belt test going for two hours. You don't. No, but. But, you know, it's just let people take their time and. Yeah, don't. They feel the pressure anyway. If someone's taking too long, they can feel it. Dude, I Hopefully. I, I remember doing that. I remember that test actually. I can't. I think I was with Jack Rice, doing. Oh, my, I remember Jack. I think I was with Jack doing my blue belt test. The triangle machine. Yeah, oh, he was. A, he was a unit. Triangle and darts. He threw darts yeah, on yeah, too. Yeah. Um, I remember. Uh, I think it was him, and my heart was beating through my chest. Man, I was so nervous, and and he he could feel my heart. Okay. So I'm in top side control. And he's like, "Are you okay, man?" I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, I can feel you. I can feel your heart thumping. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it's like ten minutes. All right, three, two, one, go. And then, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's it. Look. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a method. I just love what I love also is that um, you go to any blue belt at higher and you ask them about the white to blue belt technique and most of them will tell you like oh it's this one it's this yep. one it's this one it's this one because grading time at higher is like oh let me re let me re recap yeah because i, I promise like i don't we, we're always learning you guys keep me accountable we're always learning from the curriculum you know we're on pedro sarah online and i load up that curriculum i load up those classes from the curriculum every week so people know okay this is what's happening in class this is what i'm going to be learning now and they can go and then you know what maddie you can you can go and learn from something else when you're when you're ready when you want to and you can always say oh that's like this technique that's like that technique you know and then our, con- our curriculum's not complete we don't have like a lot of techniques in our curriculum and that's why we're saying it's like the 80 percent. it's not the 100 percent. Mm. and i like the fact that there's a little bit of space we could go out and look elsewhere you know and we have a master that's never ever said like don't ever look elsewhere our our way is the only way like master sales like go everywhere study it because we're all white belts at the end of the day we all have a white belt on our head yep. um and so like this we're not limited by our curriculum we are liberated by our curriculum mm, i like that because it allows me to rock up to class and know and know exactly what i'm going to teach and and just delve into the into the the core of that and um if jack's listening like jack's gonna see and um all of the people all the coaches you see it man like you first start learning a technique sorry i'm hitting as i'm you're excited excited. you first start listening like feeling the technique and, and teaching the technique and then the second time 
you, you, you develop your coaching of that technique. Third time is different. Fourth time is different to infinity. Like every time I teach my techniques now, they're, all, they're, they're always like with every cycle. So we do the curriculum, let's say 25 lessons of the curriculum. By the first one, I've already gone through the whole 25. So my brain's kind of given some other details. Like I've always got these new details that kind of always um, kind of like just like come right throughout the whole thing. So, so the curriculum's never dead. No. The curriculum's always evolving. You know what, though? Like, there's, there's this saying, I can't remember the, de- the exact detail of it, uh, something along the lines of the message or the learning or whatever you want to call it is, will, is always there. It's when you're ready for it. I don't know if well, that, when, the, when the student is ready, the master will appear, maybe? Sort of, right? Along, along those same, lines? Kind of, but the master can be anyone and anything. I mean, I've done... I mean, I've been with you for like five years, but I reckon we've been, I've been through every single class of those at least 30, 50, 100 <laughs> times. I don't know, a lot of times, right? Where, I wouldn't go that far, but many times. I, I, we've been through it Maybe. heaps of times, a lot of Maybe, times, yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. And I'll still be learning a white to blue technique and you'll just say something one day... And I'll be ready to learn it. And I'll hear it. I'll hear a detail that you've probably said a hundred times before. Yeah. And I just go, oh, shit. It clicks now. Yeah. And that's repetition of these basics. That's why there's the other saying, uh, what do you do? Do you fear the man who's practiced a thousand kicks once Mm. or one kick a thousand times? That's a beautiful saying. I mean, I... Thousand kicks once, they could be thousand terrible kicks. One kick a thousand times, you're going to believe that's going to be a good, a refined kick. I love it's that. Just, it's the same as with my upa. If I do it my upa a thousand times with guidance, with help, with assistance, you come back in. Sure, the first time you think you know it. Ah, I can do an upa. I can throw my hips in the air and roll over my shoulder. Yeah, do it. Do it. You know, come come into a thousand classes of jiu-jitsu. Do ten upas a class. That's ten thousand upas. You're going to have a beautiful looper after 10,000 loopers. Mm-hmm. It's going to have evolved over time. It's not like you're just going to figure it out day one and it's going to be masterful. It's beautiful. Like, you know, cause when you have the bases covered, mm-hmm. you can move in different ways. Like, you can, these are the basics. Okay, now I can go here. Now I can go there. Now I can go here. Yeah. I feel liberated now. I've got my blackboard now, Maddie. See this one? <laughs> yep. And that's, um, uh, to be honest only now I feel comfortable to start learning other stuff because before this I, I had so much work to do on this curriculum and, I, and on the basics yep. and now I feel like you know well, my basics are at a point where I feel like I can start building on them and, and I've already painted the house now I'm like starting to accessorize the house you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Just still a work house. in progress but and then maybe in a couple of years I want to renovate again and say you know what like get this out and then do some new stuff you know and make it better and make it yeah extension and all of these things, and that's the beauty of it. Um, you can venture as deep and as far and as wide as you like, mm. and you're content in knowing that you always come back to where it started, where you began. And one thing, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rylan, I don't know why, what's his name? Rylan said that I, I, it feels really relevant. The curriculum teaches you how to find true north. How to what? How to find north. Okay. So in jiu-jitsu, everything's moving around. Everything's always evolving. There's... You can go into this one school of guard or whatever it is and there's this whole thing but the curriculum teaches you how to find north so you can go on this different road and this different avenue that you've never been down before but you'll always know how to find your way back 
because that's you've awesome. been taught how to find north. That's so beautiful. That's one of the things I remember he said in his um, seminar. I was like, ah, oh, that's such a cool way of thinking about it. It's here's how to find north. Now you can do whatever you want because you know where you're going. Find north, people. That's it. Practice that curriculum. Know where the north is, and then you can venture. You can go wherever you like. Mm. It's how you get better, not just at doing jujitsu, but understanding how jujitsu works. This is the focus. Once you start to get it, it's jujitsu that's at your beck and call. You can do it in your own way, safely, with effectiveness, and for a lifetime. And that's what we're after, Maddie. It's what it we is. want. This is lifestyle jujitsu. Oster Island for that one again. Yeah, he's a um, master. That was a great seminar. That was a great seminar. This has been a great podcast. I hope so. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed themselves. I hope um, we've just said a few things that um, just helps. Hopefully we helped. Okay. And hi, Jitsu students. I'll see you guys on Zoom. Maddie, I'll see you on Zoom, man. I'll make it. Just once, please. This week, before, we, before we get back to full-time, in-person, no coronavirus, vaccine, all of that, before we get back, to, just before we get to that point, I'll, I'll, just come to one Zoom 8 a.m.? Whatever you like. 8 a.m.? I'll come. We've got 12, 8 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m. Tuesday, Thursday, which is getting a little bit easier, those classes, now that winter's coming up and like, oh, going outside isn't so fun. I don't have a webcam. Just use your phone. Oh, you can yeah, use your phone. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. You just download the Zoom app if yep. you want. Um, and then 7 p.m. Tuesday, Thursdays is just like watching Master Sour together and talking some crap and having uh, some fun. You know what? I, I, my body needs the movement, yeah. not the study of Jiu-Jitsu. My, my head can do that. Yeah, my head's happy studying. All right. Jiu-Jitsu. And your head's happy studying Jiu-Jitsu. How, how many times have you t- opened Peter Sour online? This time. Well, there you go. But I, as in, I, so think about, I still think about it. I'm you like, think about it, yes, but it's nice to kind of like sprinkle yeah, it and just dust true. off the cobwebs. That's Absolutely. why we're doing that too. So we'll do whatever you like, Maddie. but I'm here for you, man. John is here, okay? Coach John is showing up to class and would love to have you guys there too. Um, everybody, um, one more time, thank you very much. Feel free to um, send us a comment or you know put a review up on iTunes. They help out as well. Etc. Etc. You're all a bunch of legends, and we love you lots. Keep training. Oos. Oos.